Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of our Deutsche Welle Learning by Ear series on children's rights and working for peace. Today, we are talking about children in times of war and we are off to Uganda to meet two young Congolese boys, Kisembo and Umirembe. They used to be enemies, but they shared a similar destiny. Both of them were child soldiers. At an early age, they got entangled in a conflict that was not of their making at all. They witnessed scenes of extreme violence and themselves committed atrocities that they will never be able to forget. Henry Linhart has this report. We've agreed to meet on the first floor of a Lebanese cafe in Kampala. Kisembo Mukisa and Umirembe are age 20 now. At first glance, they don't look any different from other young men of their age. They also like to play pool. But Kisembo and Umirembe have witnessed unimaginable atrocities. They were not even 14 when they participated in one of the most deadly tribal wars of the past 10 years. A war between the Lendu agriculturists, who originated from Sudan, and the Hema pastoralists, who were originally from Uganda and further back from southeastern Ethiopia. The conflict took place from 1998 to 2003 in the Ituri region of the Eastern Democratic Republic of the Congo, or DRC. Kisembo Mukisa remembers the day his childhood came to an end. I went out with some friends. We went for a walk in town. When I got home, some neighbors told me my house had been attacked by Lendus and my father, mother and little sister had been violently murdered. Kisembo was scared and fled into the bushland. It was 2002. He was 13 years old. The war between the Hemas and the Lendus had been raging for four years, ever since the beginning of the Ugandan occupation. Until the day Kisembo lost his family, he had not felt directly involved in the conflict. But on that day, in 2002, he took the road for Musipela, an exclusively Hema area in Bunia, the capital of Ituri province. He wanted help and revenge. Kisembo enrolled immediately in the UPC, the Union of the Congolese Patriots, an armed political group led by Thomas Lubanga, who has since been indicted by the International Criminal Court for recruiting children. At the time, he was supported by Uganda and Rwanda. Kisembo remembers that at the time, child recruitment seemed normal. When I arrived in Musipela, there were lots of militia members. They said that we had to join the UPC because we belonged to the Hema tribe. It was a duty, they said. We didn't have a choice. Kisembo was sent to a military training camp in Mandro, seven kilometers away from Bunia. It was a life of suffering, a very difficult life. We ate bad food and could barely sleep in the huts they gave us. It was really very hard. If someone made a big mistake, he would be tied to a tree and shot. 
for less serious mistakes, the other militia members would hit us with sticks. Kisembo didn't steal a weapon during his one-month training, nor was he tempted to desert, so he wasn't shot. On the contrary, he was given a Kalashnikov and three magazines. He was sent to attack enemy land villages with other Hema children. Bosco Ntabanda, the operations commander, would tell us which Lendu village to attack. The order was to kill everyone systematically with no exception. First, we killed all the Lendus we could find in Bunia, and then we went to the villages such as Zumbe or Songolo. Umirembe, who today is playing pool with Kisembo in Kampala, was 12 years old and just leaving school when he and his friends were kidnapped by a Lendu militia group. It was the year 2000. He too was immediately sent to a training camp. Life was very hard. We had to do training exercises, running, etc. Then we would be ordered to go to such and such village to plunder and bring back the young girls for the chiefs. We would rape them too. But in 2003, Hema militias entered the village of Bogoro, Umirembe's village. They killed his whole family after raping his mother. Umirembe hid in the forest for two years. At the same time, Kisembo, a Hema child soldier, abandoned his arms to reintegrate into the Congolese civilian society. He was able to benefit from a voluntary disarmament and reinsertion program that was put in place after 2004. He got $100 from the United Nations for giving up his weapon. Kisembo decided to cross Lake Albata to try his luck in Uganda. He met lots of exiled Congolese in Kampala, including Faustin Katanga. This former police inspector in Bunia was forced to flee DRC during the war because he knew too much about too many people who might have been dangerous. He remembers the child recruitment. The chiefs started recruiting children. It was clear that each tribe was being attacked, so children, both boys and girls, had to be enrolled to fight against the other tribe. To begin with, it was a voluntary movement on the part of the tribes, but they started forcing people because some parents refused to send their children, but they were enrolled anyway. This inter-ethnic conflict was fueled by neighboring countries such as Uganda and Rwanda. They were more or less directly involved. Many NGOs have condemned this fact. In a 2003 report, Doctors Without Borders talked of interstate rivalries to control the region politically and exploit its natural resources. UNESCO said that Uganda and Rwanda wanted the borders inherited from the colonialism to be redrawn so that they too could benefit from Congo's riches. A simple fighter, Kisempo Mukisa, remembers the ambiguous role of the neighboring countries. The Ugandan army was there, but it was playing a double game. The Ugandan army gave us munitions to attack the city of Bunia, but they also gave weapons to the lenders when we attacked them. In exile in Kampala, the two former child soldiers live precariously. Sometimes their friends or prayer groups help them. 
But the warmongers in DRC have not laid down their arms. In 2008, two of the seven militia groups were still active. 25,000 militia members and 11,000 children had been demobilized. That is why the United Nations launched a humanitarian action plan in DRC with 10% going to Ituri. They hope to get 1,500 of the insurgents who continue to enroll children by force to surrender. Bosco Ntabanga is the former chief of staff of the UPC, the Union of the Congolese Patriots, created by Thomas Lubanga. He continued to enroll children even after he was indicted by the International Criminal Court for Crimes Against Humanity. The rebellion is not over yet. The recruitment of young militia members continues today but in secret. There are people in Kampala who are tasked with recruiting child soldiers. It's business. But neither Kisembo Mukisa nor Umirembe plan to ever take up arms again. The war is over for them. Their grieving, though, is only just beginning. Kisembo Mukisa. To forgive? Yes, forgive. It's possible. I can do it. But the massacre of my family will always be a stain on my heart. And that brings us to the end of this report from Kampala, Uganda, by Henry Linhart. And that's all from Learning by Ear for today. You can listen again to the programs already broadcast by Deutsche Welle by going to our website at www.dwworld.de forward slash LBE. Don't forget to tune in next time.